Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. This episode is sponsored by Duckish Natural Skincare. I am super excited that they've jumped on board as a sponsor of the show because I know Carolyn, the founder, personally. I met her a few years ago at a business meetup, and she actually came to one of the test versions of the Reignite Your Ambition workshop. And in that workshop, I asked everybody, what drives their ambition? What are the things that inspire you? What are the things that are going to fulfill you to show up at work every day? And Carolyn's answer, 2%. I asked her to explain it, and this is what she said. Only 2% of women-owned businesses break the million-dollar mark in revenue. And that is the reason she started that business. She really believes that women are strong leaders, women can lead in the business world and create big, thriving businesses. Duckish has a wide variety of products. They are all natural. They have lotion sticks, lip balms, bath bombs, and even a diaper cream for babies that you don't actually have to use your hand to use. It's pretty amazing. I use the products on my kids. I use the products for myself, and they are truly amazing. They are handmade here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. If you go to their website, it is duckish.ca and enter the promo code diversity at work, you will get 15% off of your order. If you need to buy lotion anyways, might as well buy it from a women-owned business and do your part to close the gender gap. They ship to both the U.S. and Canada. So go to duckish.ca, that is D-U-C-K-I-S-H dot C-A, and enter the promo code diversity at work to get 15% off your order. Hi, welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast. I'm Andrea Jansen. I'm super excited about today's episode because I got to interview one of my clients, Elise McDonald. I know a lot of people don't know what coaching is. It sounds like this ambiguous thing. And I invited Elise on the show today to give a behind the scenes look on what it feels like to get professional coaching. I loved interviewing Elise and I am super excited to share this with you. So let's dive in. Hi, Elise. Thank you so much for coming on the Diversity at Work podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Andrea. I'm so excited. So for everybody listening, Elise was one of my clients and she took part in my Reignite Your Ambition group coaching program. And I wanted to have her on the podcast because she was really excited about the program, but also I wanted to give a little bit of a glimpse into what it's like to participate in a coaching program. Because I know a lot of people don't know what it is and it can be a little bit overwhelming to kind of jump in and do it. So I invited Elise on the podcast today to give you a look behind the scenes on what it's like to get coaching. So Elise, can you introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do? Okay, well, hello everyone. Thank you again for having me, Andrea. I am a marketing associate in the financial services industry and I graduated in May of 2018. So I'm just starting off my career and really excited to be on this podcast today. Awesome. So let's kind of go back in time to before you decided to sign up for the Reignite Your Ambition coaching program. What was going on for you? Well, I mean, like I mentioned, since I'm the earlier stages of my career and 
I myself tend to put a lot of pressure on myself thinking that everything has to be absolutely perfect, this, that, and the other thing. And I realized that I was putting so much pressure on myself almost, and I had all of these kind of expectations that it was almost keeping me in this little bubble. I was getting a bit too comfortable in my comfort zone and scared that if I were to breach out of that, then I would not fulfill my objectives or my vision of success. So I realized that since it was my mentality that was kind of keeping me from reaching all those goals and kind of being my best self, I had to be a little bit more introspective. And I figured since it is my kind of thought process and the dialogue that I had in my head that might have been keeping me in my little bubble comfort zone, if you will, um, then I could fix it myself too. And I just so happened to stumble upon your program, Reignite Your Ambition. And I realized that this is exactly what I need to give myself the push and help kind of identify ways to grow more both professionally and personally. So I'm really curious because I don't think I knew back when I started my career that this concept of the comfort zone and taking risks and putting yourself out there is what gets you ahead. I don't think I had that awareness. So where did that come from? I'm just curious. Well, I'm definitely pulling some of that terminology from the course, of course. So getting out of your comfort zone is like really what we do. Yeah. What we do <laughs> every um, single week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, at the time when I was just kind of searching for some external guidance and help, um, I knew that I I was just nervous. I was fearful a little bit. And in that process, I just was a little bit more to myself and reserved, which wasn't really doing me any good in terms of progress. And in participating in this course, I realized, okay, I need to just kind of like root myself back in my ambition, so to speak, or just kind of get back into the groove of what I want to do and with the support from you and others who are participating. Um, it's just like a great mixed bag. I feel like I'm kind of elaborating a little bit too much and I'm all over the place. But um, So it kind of sounds like you were ready. You were just, you were kind of, you started and you're like, where do I go? Like, what do I do? And you recognize, you know what, like, I could get some help here. I could get some focus and get some clarity on where I want to go. Is that kind of how you were feeling before? 100%. I think that being kind of in your comfort zone and recognizing that something's off or there's ways that you can improve, but then not really knowing how to go about that, it's easier said than done. So enrolling in this program was really the perfect first step for me to. Okay. So what made you decide to sign up? So you were thinking about all these things, about your potential, about your career, what's going on. Um, what made you decide to join and jump well, in? Immediately seeing your LinkedIn profile, first of all, getting a sense of what you do. I could just immediately tell that you're genuinely authentic about helping all of your clients and reading the course 
outline and the way that it's structured in terms of the workbooks um, every week, the separate topics, like it's just so deliberate and purposeful and especially having the network of other women who participate in the program as well. Um, there's something really special about all working towards bettering yourself, however that is for each person, but also having the support of that collective and your expert guidance, of course, too. So Thanks. Um, everything, really. Okay. So I'm really it. curious because I remember um, kind of going back to the group, seeing who was going to be in the last co- cohort. And we had women from every stage in their careers in the group. So you just starting out and we had some more senior people in the group. And I remember thinking before the course started, I was like, wow, how is this going to shake out? These people are very different. They come from very different industries. They come from, they're at different stages of their career. I thought it would be really hard to manage the group, but it wasn't like that at all. So can you share what your experience was like? Just dive a little bit deeper with going through it with people from different industries and different stages, different ages. For sure. I mean, I think that going through the whole process with people from different industries, et cetera, was more valuable for me because it kind of showed that although you can be at different stages in your career or pursuing different goals on a weekly or long-term basis, um, there's still that, again, commonality of wanting to kind of progress forward and you can't help but get invested, or myself at least, in other people's goals and you really just want everyone else to succeed as much as you yourself are succeeding or myself at least as I was kind of moving through the program and yeah I just got super invested in it and I don't think that I would have been able to come away with that same value add for myself if I wasn't exposed to um, people in different industries and at different points in their career. Cool. Thank you for sharing that and I'm really curious because I know coaching is this ambiguous thing. Most people don't know what it is. So I would love to know, what did you actually know about coaching before we started working together? I knew nothing about coaching before we started working together. Um, I mean, I, in, in my mind, I kind of had this picture that it was kind of like a um, mentorship maybe, or a coaching, like, is that like, I sit down and discuss all of my career goals and kind of this is what I want to do and this that and the other thing like to me it seemed very like kind of boxed in like process this that and the other thing but it's coaching kind of embodies like it's whatever that person's goals or where where they're at I found that in your program you're able to really just kind of like meet everyone where they are And then, you know, just really learn from each other, if that makes sense. Yes, 100%. I think you actually just described what coaching is in layman's terms, because (laughs) it's really not about, which a lot of people think it's like, which originally you saw my LinkedIn profile, you're like, oh, okay, she looks like she knows what she's doing. And I think a lot of people think that it's like, this is what I've done in my career and I'm going to show you all the steps that I took so that you could follow me because that's kind of what happens in a mentoring relationship. But really, it's not that at all. It's about me as the coach kind of meeting you, like you said, where you're at and helping you get to your next level, whatever that means 
for you. So I think you described it perfectly. So thank you for that because I find it really hard to describe it to people because it is this ambiguous thing that most people don't understand. Well, I appreciate that. That was my first kind of shot at trying to describe it, but yeah. So what did you want to get out of the program when you started? That's such a good question. I mean, I knew that I wanted to start the program with some solid goals and I wanted to lead the program with a deeper understanding of kind of how I navigate situations and some tools to help me better navigate situations professionally and just be a better person really. Um, so, so yeah, for me, it was a very kind of introspective process, but also, um, seeing as the, my, my goals at least had changed a little bit throughout the weeks, what my final goals were, weren't the exact same as the very beginning, but it's seeing the progress through each week regardless and not giving up and staying committed to getting the most out of the program, which I can confidently say right now, I got so much, so much out of it, so. Okay, I want to go back and probe you a little bit on the goals because it's so interesting. Like every client I think I've ever worked with, actually maybe 95% of them, when I meet them, they have one goal and it's often linked to an org chart. So it's like, you know what, you're a marketing associate right now. My goal is to be a senior marketing associate by the end of the program or a marketing manager by the end of the program. And you get really limited to where you are right now in the org chart. And one thing that I find with my clients, and like like you said, your goal changes throughout the program because goal setting is a process. It's not that you have the answer right away. Does that make sense? 100%. And I think that the way that I approached goal setting prior to enrolling in this course was very kind of one track minded. If I set this goal and I don't meet it, then that's a failure, which seems very childish, not the most productive way to think about goal setting, but I was really just so conditioned to have that frame of mind that it wasn't until I participated in this program and could learn from all the material covered and the other people who were participating in the program alongside myself that like where I got a lot of value was, okay, this was my goal, point A, point B, See, that might have changed. That's okay. Where do I work from here? How can I kind of revamp and then look at this again? And you were just so positive throughout the entire thing. I mean, it was just really taking a more glass half full mindset, but also coming from a sense of like practicality too. Yeah, I love that. Especially when you say the word failure, because I always like, I am very positive. I am a glass half full kind of person. And that failure is part of the goal. It's part of the journey. It's like, you know what? I like to say it. If you set a goal and you don't achieve it, it really gives you the chance to revisit it and say, you know what? Was that the right goal? Or if you did try to get that goal and you did fail, it's that opportunity to learn from it and look at it as a a chance to learn and move forward and like look at that glass half full like what is the opportunity here i tried something it didn't work out okay now what's next 100 like what is this teaching me what can i do to then improve or reevaluate so yeah 
Okay, so now let's talk about roadblocks. So what roadblocks did you get? Did you have, did you face any during the program? I feel like I just inadvertently spoke about all of my roadblocks or my, my biggest one, which initially was kind of goal setting and not being too hard on myself if I didn't reach a certain goal and let that um, deter me from moving forward with the program and continually working towards and readjusting goals. Um, one thing that I found difficult as I look back my participation in the course was that I never really um, contributed as much in like some of the written or like correspondence um, discussions. So although I was very much involved in all the phone calls and things like that, I felt like I wasn't as um, confident, so to speak, maybe in reaching out and saying, okay, this is what I did, this, that, and the other thing. So it just took me a couple of weeks to kind of like go forward and get more comfortable as you start to like understand and see how certain goals or ambitions align, what have you. Um, but yeah, so that makes sense. So I've heard that before from other people uh, when they were thinking about signing up for the course, when they're like, I'm not sure about the group aspect of it. I don't know if I'm gonna be comfortable sharing what my goals are, what my big vision is, what I'm struggling with, with other people. That's definitely been a barrier to people participating. They've told me that. Um, so I'd love to hear how you kind of got over it. Yeah, I mean, I think that as the weeks progressed and as I learned more about myself and kind of utilizing the tools that the coaching program had provided and hearing more about the other participant stories and how kind of open they were, that made me a lot more comfortable. And had I not kind of gone through that little bit of a slump that I might not have been as open moving forward so yeah and it's so interesting so I want to thank you for opening up because you had to miss the last group call I and know. I do remember one woman was asking about you and she was so invested in your success because you talked about that before that you felt invested in other people's success and when we talk about the gender gap we want women to be successful to be able to achieve their career goals and it's exciting when to see other people do it and it's contagious. So when you're invested in other people's success, it's that abundance. It's like if one person wins, we all win. And I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I love it that you're like describing that because that's kind of what my vision was when I created this course is that I really want to focus on abundance. I really want everybody to be able to achieve their goals and have the success that they want, but it doesn't have to come at the cost of other people's. It's the idea that when you lift one person up, like we all lift each other up. When you open the door, like you keep it open so that other people can come through and yeah, on the last day, it was too bad that you weren't there because some, we were missing you and people noticed it because they were really excited about what you were achieving, what you were working towards and all these risks that you were taking. So it was really cool. Well, the feeling was definitely mutual. I wish I could have made that last session because, I mean, the relationships that develop throughout a course such as this, I mean, they're great. It's amazing. So I want to talk a little bit about one-on-one -on -one coaching because we did a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching in the program. So how was that different than doing it in a group? Um, well, for myself, at least, I mean, 
I'm not typically the first person to kind of like dictate a conversation, not all the time at least. And I wanted to make sure that like during those phone calls, everyone kind of had their had their peace, um, especially in the beginning weeks, just being a little bit more reserved and not really kind of stepping into my own self. Um, but with the one-on-one coaching, I found it just very, um, not quite, I didn't feel like I had to structure myself quite as much in terms of kind of what we're talking about. And I'm hesitant to say structured because I don't want to imply that the group conversations were super, super structured. Like you couldn't kind of like speak up oh, or say just whatever. So you know, they kind of are, and it's based on the science of coaching. So oh, okay, perfect. literally there's like all these secret things that I do that is based on science. So like that picture of getting out of your comfort zone that I put in front of you every single call is to like warm you up so that you're ready to share. messaging, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so that's a little bit of the behind the scenes. It's all kind of thought out um, based on the science of like how our brains work. So that's it so is a little, it's not supposed, it's supposed to feel natural, but there's some subtle things to well, kind of get you primed and ready to go to think big and move forward. Well, I certainly never picked up on that specifically, but I definitely did think big and move forward. So that's awesome. Yeah. So it was really about kind of, was it like me kicking your butt, the one-on-one coaching? Because I've heard people say that to me before. No, not at all. it wasn't. No, not at all. I think that, again, since sometimes I have a tendency to approach things with a little bit of pessimism or not so much of that glass half full mindset, um, I'm kind of my own worst critic, so to speak. So for me, before even approaching conversations like that or having a call um, just with yourself, I, I kind of have an internal dialogue that was a little bit like, okay, well, what can I do to improve? Like, what this, that, or the other thing, which ended up being unrealistic. And I realized that after our one-on-one phone calls because your positive approach really kind of brought me back down to earth. And then I was rooted more so in the potential of what I could do and what I was doing in the positive to kind of bring all those more positive manifestations, if you will, to to reality. Oh, I love that. So it's just like the coaching was about kind of looking at it as an opportunity and finding those opportunities and recognizing that you're pretty awesome and you can figure it out and you can move forward and you have all these opportunities that you could go after. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So now I want to talk about the workbook because this is something really cool. Um, so when I started this course the first time, we had worksheets that you would print off the internet on your computer, PDFs. And then for the second and third round, I created a workbook. Everyone got it in the mail. And Elisa and I were meeting for coffee on the beautiful Halifax waterfront a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago, actually. And Elise told me something about the workbook. So can you tell everybody how you've been using the workbook after the course ended? Yes. Okay. So I cannot say enough about the workbook. First of all, I will lead with that. Um, and like I mentioned prior, each week was so like deliberate. You learn so much. It's very you can reflect on what's working for you and what's not. Anyways, so after the coaching program, I was so <laughs> sad to be honest. It was over, and I felt like oh, I want to keep growing. I want to keep pushing myself to kind of do more. So I just ended up um, redoing it again and kind of 
taking certain topics and certain pages from each week and just shuffling them up and think, all right, what am I going to reevaluate today? What am I going to kind of go back and try to learn from? And to me, like a, a great value add for this whole course is that you can apply what you learn and you can apply the toolkit concepts in terms of writing things down and kind of moving forward in that sense, you can apply them like as you move forward. And for me, I got a lot of value out of just re, re going over those questions and those aspects of the workbook that I could now apply a new lens to seeing them for a second time, a, a bit more of a glass half full mindset, and then really thinking about, okay, how am I going to apply this now in this progressed situation that I'm in in my career. So I love it. So this inspired me to come up with something else because I was thinking, oh my goodness, Elise has created her own journaling practice, literally based on this workbook that was intended to be just a one-time use workbook, but she's going back and doing the questions again and learning more and yeah, like that new lens. So you have new experience, you have new perspective, you have different answers to the questions that can help you move forward. So I thought, what if I could create this for other people? Like Elise is already doing it kind of herself. So what if I did this for other people? So that was what inspired me to create a journal. So thank you Elise for giving me that inspiration. And so what I'm doing now is I'm working on a journal that is gonna be called Ambitious Every Day. So it's gonna help you to focus and take action towards your goals. And it's self-reflective because setting a goal is work it's a process it doesn't just happen right away and if you try to do it too quickly you may set the wrong goal and just by writing it down even if you start by writing down the wrong goal writing it down and then looking at it and writing it down again helps you get closer to the right goal so i created this journal it's a pilot right now it's available online um, you can go to andreajansen.com forward slash journal to download yours and it's inspired by Elise. So it's a way to reflect on what's important to you and come up with a practice that you can do. And I don't know, you started doing it. So how long did it take you to do the first day? The first, the first um, page of exercises. Oh my God. Like, it took me probably like a, like three hours. Cause I was thinking so much about like, okay, what makes sense now? You know, like how can I, apply again you really do learn so much in this course there's eight weeks I was thinking of all the things that I'd learned the seven weeks after the first week and okay how how can I kind of apply these other things so I took a bit of an over analytical approach in that sense but then I kind of just again narrow it down I can just write what I think at the time and then kind of change things around again that's the beauty again of the process so it took me a little bit longer but um as I keep kind of reflecting and going back, depending on what's going on professionally, um, you, you still keep getting more from it, or I myself kept getting more from going through those things again. So I'm just so beyond excited that this ambitious everyday journal is coming out. I cannot wait. Okay, so thank you. So it could be, it's really about, it sounds like it's like where you're at, right? So you could take 10 minutes, be like, I got 10 minutes, this is gonna write a couple things down today, or you have three hours, it's a long weekend, you could really go deep. Yes. 
For sure. So it's really, you can use it however you want. Yeah. Okay. I love it. And yeah, this is what I love about my clients is that I get inspiration from them. So I'm just so excited that you were in my program that you gave me that inspiration to create something new because it's really exciting for me to be inspired by people and and vice versa. Birds of a feather flock together. So I appreciate everything that you've done for me, Andrea, and I cannot recommend this program enough, truly. Awesome. So Elise, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on my podcast. I know this is your first time going on a podcast. It's out of your comfort zone, which we practice every week. So I want to just acknowledge that you're out of your comfort zone right now. And thank you for sharing your story. And it has been an honor to work with you. It's been an honor to work with you too. Thank you so much for all the help and having me on your podcast. I've never had so much fun going out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you and have a great day, everybody. If you are ready to take action, if you are ready to figure out what drives your ambition and focus on your goals, focus on what you want to move forward to, what you want to strive for, you can get your own ambitious everyday journal. In it, I walk you through the exercise I take every single one of my clients through when they get started working with me to figure out what is that something that you are striving for and what goals can you set that will help you to fuel your ambition every single day. So head on over to andreajansen.com forward slash journal to grab your free ambitious everyday journal. There are nine days of journaling prompts that you can do to get you clear and focused on what you're striving for, what your goals are, and come up with a plan to build that momentum, get started creating opportunities for yourself. So that is andreajansen.com forward slash journal to get yours today.